Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. everybody who's been 
posting off of my Facebook page. Uh, it's been wild. Uh, it's scary. But, yeah, I've been up since, like, about 8-something-ish California time uh, <laughs> replying to people who have wished me a happy birthday <laughs> on and off through the whole day. So, thank you, everyone. Welcome. And you didn't... You you didn't know that I knew that it was your birthday, and I was trying to play you a little happy birthday tribute song. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, hey, it happens. It's live radio, Internet. Anything is possible, you know. I I may just not, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's just been a fun day. Uh well, yes, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Francie. Uh, thanks our special guest, Jonathan Moody. Also, yes, uh, hey, man. Happy birthday, dude. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, of course. Uh, now, go ahead, Francie. It's all about no, you right now. I would definitely like to say um, happy birthday, Happy birthday, Joe. We love you. Everybody, you know, everybody that knows you loves you. It's like, yes. it's not a love-hate thing. It's not like everybody that I've talked to that has met you, everybody's like, I love Joe. I love Joe. Well, it's like, yes. yeah. I, I, mean, I hope so, America. No, I'm just it's, joking. It's, that, that's a really, really, infinitely good thing that you should know because everybody loves you. And we do have Jonathan A. Moody, and we also have Tom Sawyer on. Tom, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Joe's birthday. Yes, yeah, Tom, you Tom, you wished me a happy birthday. I did yep. uh, Nicholas Grabowski and... So many other wonderful people that uh, if I was to mention every single person, this show would be here until next week. Yeah, uh, so, that's do, a good thing. Uh, yeah, it'd be like, Francie would be going like, uh, Jonathan Moody, you got anything to say? And Jonathan would be like, uh, <laughs> wasn't I supposed to be on last week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> she just kept rambling about birthdays and kids. Uh, I got to give, give credit out to John, Jonathan. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday. Where is Currency going? This is the question. Do the show this one tonight. Oh, Francie, come closer to the telephone so we can hear you a little better. What? There you go. Uh, you, you were talking very softly, and it was like, huh? Really? Well, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy because when we set the show with Jonathan A. Moody, I was like, you know, uh, holy cow, I forgot that this Sunday night, which is tonight, was Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, do you want to compete with that? He was like, I got this. You know, he was like, kind of like, you know, like, 
No, Super Bowl Sunday. I got this. I was like, okay, we're going to do it. (laughs) So this is this is really cool. And we're to Jonathan. I know you're there. Yep, I'm here. We're also competing with Joe Flynn's birthday. So well, it's all good. That's why I'm here because. I've known Jonathan for a while since via MySpace and Facebook and been supporting, you know, supportive of Jonathan's work and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, I wouldn't be anywhere else unless, you know, the world ended or there's a major earthquake or tsunami, uh, you know, any kind of disaster that would cause my phone not to work. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, and we got Tom Sawyer, we got everybody on board, and we got another caller. I'm about to pick up on it. Okay, wait a minute, one second. Joe, Super Bowl tonight. I know you watched it. Tom, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course. It's a national holiday to me. <laughs> How many hits did Cam Newton take tonight? I think he took more hits tonight than he did the whole season. What happened? I don't know. Michael, Michael Orr, who that movie The Blind Side was about, played like he was blind uh, on that side. Oh, you did It was kind of like... Um, <laughs> I've never seen Cam Newton hit the ground so many times. It's like, you know, usually during the football games, within like two minutes, Carolina has already intercepted the ball and they made a touchdown. They had nowhere to run. Well, supporting cast again dropped some balls, and their fullback fumbled, and so they were dropping balls left and right, really. So he had really no help. Yeah, and, and you're sitting there, and you're thinking, and you're watching, and you're like, oh, interception, run, run. But at the same time, the oh, did you guys did you guys see that one where? The Broncos, like, they caught the football, and it's like, boom. Carolina Panthers, yep. I hit the ground. It was like hitting a – who are you guys rooting for? And if you don't say Carolina, I promise not to hold it against you. I was just wanting a good game because I like both teams. Yeah. Kind of like last year. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I was going for the only West Coast team, so uh, um, Denver was my pick. So West Coasters, which when I when they played the when they played the New England New England yeah. Patriots, I was totally all about you know the Broncos beat yeah. beat Tom Brady, and they did. Yeah. <laughs> So okay. and then, so I did. I do like the Broncos, but I'm from. I was I was raised in South Kakalaki. 
You know, yeah. I'm I'm South Carolina, Carolina Panthers. I think that uh, Newton had a great career this year, and you know, I I'm really proud of him. I think that he led that Carolina Panthers. He's yeah. he's a great quarterback, and yeah, I was he like, is. He is the future of the NFL. He belongs there, and okay. I think that I think that he he had a great season. And good job. He, you're a good boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. You're a good boy. But good boy. But of course. <laughs> but of course, tonight our show. Is definitely all about Mr. Jonathan A. Moody and whatnot. And so, you know, Jonathan's on the phone with us. And uh, and anyone yeah, else yeah. on that phone line? Uh, uh, maybe yes, John? Yes, we yes. do. Could it be John? Let's see who it is, and then we'll get into Jonathan. Area um, code... It's one for your life. It's me. And there it's it is. John. It's me. <coughs> it's the other. Okay, uh, so let's get into it. We got Jonathan A. Moody live. And, you know, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm going to say this as a woman, and Dawn, I'm sure you're going to say this too. Okay, go he's for it. Easy on the eyes. Yeah, like, see, see, Jonathan, I told you. What? You're easy <laughs> on the eyes. I mean, you're like oh, you hold that samurai sword. <laughs> you, you like that picture? Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> oh yeah, they <laughs> like the fish. Well, thank Jonathan, you. Yes. you are very easy on the ice, and well, I know you. that you got a lot of female fans on Facebook. I don't know about that, but you know, I mean, it's you know, I've got fans, I guess, you know, some. Yeah. yeah. And and what do you say to those female fans that say, "Hey, Jonathan"? Uh, I guess uh, you know. I say, "Hey, back." I don't know. Hey. I'm really not one of those. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I, I get very bashful. You know. In other words, you're embarrassing him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, well, you know, on. I mean, because the first time that. Uh, Jonathan was on the show, and I'm like, hey, you know, you're easy on the eyes. And he was like, hey. So now I got a second opinion as a female. So what do you think, Don? I agree with you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, see, and you've already hit the first step. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jonathan, what's uh, been going on with you of late? Well, 
Um, I don't know. We just started, uh, like my producing partner, uh, Tiffany Armstrong and I have been, uh, back and forth trying to get, uh, we're trying to get Echo Lake Massacre finished. That's one of our big things. And, uh, so scheduling has been like a nightmare. Um, and plus money has been a nightmare, uh, or lack thereof. And then, um, uh, we've got, uh, we're also going to be doing two segments for a six, uh, 60 Seconds to Die, which is like the sequel to 60 Seconds to Die. Yeah, uh, nice. two in the number. And so we're going to be doing two uh, one minute segments for that. So that'll be fun. That's very nice. Right. Go ahead, Tom. Hey. Oh, okay. Oh. I gotta ask you. I mean, what makes you like if you're like reading the Sunday comics or reading the newspaper and you're like re because you're I know your mind works constantly like oh my gosh, this could be a great movie or oh my gosh, this could be a great story, right? Right. I mean it usually it doesn't even come like that way. I don't like read something and and think it'll be a great story. Usually, I when I when I write, I kind of like brainstorm things and then I come up with titles first. Usually, um, like um, you know, uh, my first short film, Blackout, uh, was basically the idea of like I, I thought of the title Blackout and I thought, what can I do with that? And then kind of decide, oh, it was about a guy who blacks out, gets drunk, and or he gets drunk, blacks out, and kills his girlfriend, and then she comes back to haunt him. You know, so wow. yeah, well, that's that's actually kind of cool because I've talked, you know, because Nicholas Grabowski has black bedsheet books and everything, and I'm hearing from authors, and what they're thinking is, oh my gosh, if like. A couple of times I've heard, oh, my gosh, if Bill Murray was directing traffic, (laughs) you know, and and, I mean, I didn't, they've never said that, but they're like, okay, so we got to put a character. So that's actually kind of cool because you're actually a filmmaker and you're thinking in the opposite direction, that's actually kind of badass. I guess. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, don't I, I hope you know what I'm talking about. Like, um, well, I just think it's, uh, it's just in my process. I mean, everybody has a different process. Some people. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, well, some people do exactly what you're saying. They will, look at a newspaper clipping or something and they'll say, Oh, that'll make a great idea for a movie. My mind usually doesn't work that way. Um, but sometimes it does. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, if I were writing for like law and order or something like that, then yeah, my, my mind would go on to recent events that, you know, that's happening right now and everything. But usually it's just kind of titles go into my head and then I just kind of work with that. I I think that's actually a really cool way that you're going. Because Thank you. You're, 
you're actually thinking outside of the box. Like, you know, I'm not going to say Bill Murray's going to play this role or, uh, let's face it, Christopher Walken. I mean, you're not saying, I want this person to do it. I'm going to do it my way. Right. I had a um, I had a uh, actress who I was talking to, and I said to her, "What kind of role would you like to play?" And she gave me like uh, just kind of two ideas, you know, that she had. So I mixed them together, and and you know, wrote in like you wrote this idea in like three minutes and sent it to her, and she was like, "Oh my god, like that sounds awesome." You know, and I was just like, that's what I do, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I I can see you, like, um, like in the interview, and you're, like, dropping the mic and going, that's what I do. <laughs> and I, you, like, stuff your shoulder pads, your shoulders along the way, like, no, that's <laughs> really awesome. I I, I think that's great. Because you're going in there with confidence and saying, look, this is what I want. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. And you're going to be like, okay. And you mm-hmm. drop the mic. I I think that is great. And, and I've known you for, wow, at least a couple of years. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you've progressed. Oh, thank you. You're thank you. You're moving forward. You're not. You're not taking baby steps behind. You're. You're taking giant steps ahead. Yeah, thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, and I I love that you're doing that because I, you know, Joe, and I'm sure Joe has great words to say about oh. you too. Sure. You're moving ahead. You're not the one on the couch saying, oh, I wish I could do this. No, you're going out and doing it. Thanks. Uh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. uh, my my question is going to be uh, a simple one. What's uh-huh. harder for you, being the filmmaker or the writer of the script? Ooh. Uh, probably a filmmaker. Um, writing is just kind of a natural process for me. Um, uh, it being the filmmaker and actually putting things together. I, the funny thing is, I was just talking to my friend, uh, my co-writer Lewis, um, uh, Lewis Leslie, and uh, I showed him for the first time "Scary Story Slumber Party," my first feature. And I mean, it's a great. It's great for what it is because it's my first feature, but there are a lot of things that, you know, as a filmmaker, I wish I could have gone back and changed. And even as a writer, I wish I could have gone back and changed. But seeing it to somebody and sending it to somebody who I know is very critical and very, you know, I I was so scared. And and he actually, oh, my goodness, he just gave me an earful a second ago, uh, right before the show. And I was like, oh. Damn it! Don't I shouldn't have sent it to him before the show. <laughs> All right, you should have waited you know. until after, and then get get the earful later. 
I know. Like, uh, like, like, let me have, let me enjoy this moment for a little bit and not have that like on my mind. But I had to get that out. Um, you know, especially, uh, I, you know, and I can't make excuse. You can't make an excuses as a filmmaker because there's no, there's no um, back button for anything. Like if you film something, it's there. It's done. It's finished. You know, you right. put it out. Uh, people are going to. You know, sometimes people are going to like it, and some people are really not going to. And they're not going to like the acting or the direction or the writing or whatever. And so, I mean, you know, it's hard sometimes to kind of look at that because, you know, um, but um, knowing my my excuses that I don't want to make is uh, we had we had three actresses. Well, we actually had four actresses originally set for Scary Story Slumber Party. And then the fourth actress left. Uh, she um, During the shooting of it, she said she had to go pick somebody up, and I said, okay, and then she never came back. And we had wow. to we had to restart and do everything all over from the, you know, very second. And, uh, and it was, um, you know, it was, it was scary because a lot of the acting got cut because the writing got cut and changed and everything. And so, you know, I, I give oh, them I the, the actresses we have big props for what they did for what, like, we had in the time period that we have. We only had, like, you know, six hours or something to shoot, like, ten minutes of a movie, which doesn't sound like, you know, sounds like that's, you know, whatever, but actually that's a lot, you know? Yes. And so we had to kind of put together what we could and, so I'm not really happy, you know, we're, I don't think the actresses are very happy with what they were, with what they did, but I'm happy seeing it finished, you know, and everything and out there. And, um, you know, I give them, I give those ladies props for, for being able to pull it in there and, and do everything last minute. I mean, we, we started yeah. with the photo shoot, which was the biggest mistake because the girl, when the girl left, we had to go reshoot the photo shoot too. Uh, the poster right. and everything—it was, oh, it was, it was probably one of the, yeah, it was a nightmare. As a filmmaker, that's a nightmare. Um, as a writer, it was a nightmare too because I had to cut a lot of things and a lot of cool stuff that I wanted to do with it. And um, so, I mean, you know, and I understand. I'm never planning to work with that actress again. But, um, however, you know, it is what it is. You know, it happened. Right. It's over. You know, I got what I could out of the movie, and I and I actually I enjoy it. You know, I, I rewatched it tonight so I could talk to you guys a little bit more about it. But you know, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Francie. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I know exactly what you're feeling because you know you're expecting somebody, and it's not gonna happen, and. I feel you on that. Like, we were expecting to have, you know, I hope this is, uh, you know, on the same level, but, you know, we were open to have certain guests. Joe, you know what I'm talking about. And you're expecting, like, something magical, and it doesn't happen. And so I feel you on that. 
Well, yeah, and as a radio show host myself, I I, I know that completely too. Like you, you bring on guests, um, or you ask guests to come on, and they either don't show up or or whatever. Um, the worst situation that happened to me in that aspect actually became a blessing uh, later on. Uh, was that unfortunately I was supposed to have um, the amazing actress uh, Christine Lincoln on my show uh, from Step by Step, and um, right. the first night that we had her on, that we were going to have her on, she fell asleep, and her husband oh. didn't wake her up, um, and, and that's because she needed Damn. sleep. And um, I was worried, and I was scared. I thought she had uh, like completely dissed me or whatever, and I, I didn't know what was going on. And then Christine, um, you know, contacted me and told me, oh, my God, please call me tonight or call me tomorrow. Let's talk. I'm so sorry about this. Uh, She gave me your number. I called her, uh, and I said, well, why don't we do the interview today if you have time? And she said, great. And so I couldn't get Morgan on that show, so I asked if my my co-host Morgan, if if she didn't mind doing, like, a Let's Talk acting, too, on, like, the next night. And she said, yeah, that's fine. And so she, I got her for two shows because, you know, there was a mess up, you know, in the first show. It happened. So, oh, oh, yeah, it happened. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, it's and, like... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Jonathan, why don't you tell everybody where they can hear your show? Well, it's also on Blog Talk Radio. It's called The Independent Corner, though this will be, keep telling people and letting people know, this will be the last uh, year that it will be on um, Blog Talk Radio. Um, Starting, uh, we're creating a website uh, for it right now. Um, We're about to uh, register the domain name, um, and uh, we're going to be creating a website for actual regular podcasts stuff other like you know already uh already done podcasts and stuff and um later that's going to be in like october that all that's really going to start happening we're also starting the independent corner tv um stuff where we're going to be doing like you know video uh interviews and stuff like that that's that's awesome i mean you're 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 totally branching out (laughs) <laughs> trying. Um, you you know what our our first canceled show was? It turns out that it was not going to happen. Which Are one? you ready for this one? I'm ready. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Oh. We were Blog Talk Radio's number one pick of the day. And there was no Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, I'm sorry. He, um, yeah. he was terrible. Joe, you were yeah. there for that. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it happens. You know, trust me. It, it, it happens where, you know, you're... Well, no, I'm referring to other people as well and other shows where... You 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 have a guest and you're all excited about having this guest on, and all of a sudden at the last minute, uh, sorry can't do it. Or, you know, like in the case of the Roddy Roddy Piper thing, it turns out Ooh. 
the person who is supposedly representing him wasn't his agent at all. Oh, wow. You know, and it's sort of like, huh? You know, it it happens. You know, there are people, you know, like at certain Uh, conventions or or whatever. Go ahead, Francie. Oh, no. Okay. No, Joe, you're making a, you are making a very great point. It's kind of like, you know, there's, if you go on IMBD, remember the, remember when we had Mark Dickens on the show? Uh, okay. Not, those facts are not right. <laughs> That's not my facts of life. And, you know, Jonathan, you got to yep. do so much deep research. I mean, oh. like, um, you know, people are going to say, no, I represent this person. And if you want this person on your show, you got to interview me first. You want to you wanna hear, you wanna oh. hear my favorite? Uh, you Go guys want to hear my favorite? Uh, you guys want to hear my favorite story that I ever tell people yeah. about? Um, all right. So I was so new to blog talk radio. I thought like all you had to do was go on IMDb pro and look up and find like a big time actor and that they will come on your show and be excited mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so I'm like, I'm at work. I'm at work. I'm excited. I'm like, I look up uh, Bob Saget. Uh, information. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to get Bob Saget on the show. He's going to be... Bob Saget and I actually became pretty good friends. Oh, (laughs) awesome. But, uh, so, I I look up his uh, manager's, you know, information, and I find he only has, like, a phone number on it, right? So, I contact the the, uh, manager, and it's his cell phone. And so, not his actual, like, uh, work phone or whatever. Oh right. So I, I call the number up. I call the number up and I say, hi, this is Jonathan Moody for the Independent Corner Radio Show, and I'd like to interview Bob Saget. And he goes, how do you get this number? And I said, uh, IMDB Pro. And he goes, and he was like, uh, okay, hey, uh, you're supposed to email me all the information. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't see your email on there. He was like, yeah, I'm going to have to get that fixed. Uh, here, um, and then he was like, uh, here's my email address. Contact me through there only. Like, really rude. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. And oh, damn. I was going to say, well, I actually did get, I, I did send him an email and never heard back. Wasn't expecting that I would, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the scary thing. When somebody, you know, sits there and is rude and obnoxious to you, odds are you don't want them people on your stamp show anyway. Well, no, I mean, yeah. well, I, I didn't want the manager on the show, but I would love to well, get no, off but if, if, if the manager is going to be rude and obnoxious to you, He's yeah. going to keep you from getting yeah, that person on your show anyway. I, I got to tell you, um, before the new Star Wars, it was like four years ago, you know, I got Mark Hamill's, everybody knows who Mark Hamill is, 
at yeah. uh, Luke yeah. Skywalker, and I'm like, you know, I looked him up, and, you know, I got the manager, and she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and this was like a year after I started. And, by the way, um, we're at 222,000 listeners so far this year. Oh, nice. Not a bad number. No, it isn't. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thousand listeners. And by the way, I I just want to say thank you, Victoria Burke, for being on last week. Um, but you know, here's the thing. You know, um, I guess he was contacted by Disney, and he's gonna be like. No, you're going to be in the Star Wars, and I'm talking to his agent, and she was like, I really want him on your show, and I can't get him on your show. He said no, and I'm like, ah. And it was before the old new Star Wars, because he knew, you know, like, if Frank's new friends, what is that? Well, no. it happens uh, again. Uh, so, Jonathan, uh, what about the invited uh, what about the short it? little film that you've done? Uh, what would you like to know about, come about? Uh, oh, How did that come about? How did that come about? Well, um, my you friend Jackie Hall. You haired guy? Hold on. Uh, hold on, friend. Oh, okay. Go ahead, okay. Jonathan. Okay, uh, well, uh, my friend Jackie Hall and I, and you know Jackie, uh, Joe. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, (laughs) Jackie Hall and I, uh, well, we were, I think we were on the set of one of the movies that we were doing or something, or we were talking on the phone. I think we were talking on the phone. And um, I was uh, pitching ideas for Screen Queen Campfire, and I said, uh, because I wanted her to have a part in it, and I said, well, uh, let's come up with something kind of, uh, you know, ghost story-ish. And she told me this story uh, that was like, um, you know, about, uh, I think it was like a friend of hers or an uncle of hers or something. Um, I always get it wrong. She always corrects me. Uh, so if she were here, she'd correct me right now. But uh, like like an uncle of hers uh, invited like some spirits or said that he went to the graveyard and, and, and you know, uh, invited some spirits home. And actual spirits actually came home uh, to uh, uh, to the house and started wrecking up havoc and stuff. And I said, "Oh, that that'd be interesting." So I, I I sent it to one friend that idea, and my friend wrote this like darker version of the invited, and I didn't like it. I always wanted it to be like more like a kids kind of thing, like a teen kind of show um, idea. So I started reworking it as an idea, and then. My co-writer, Lewis, and I kind of flushed it out, and uh, we made uh, The Invited, which was a, uh, became, like, we so far we've done a pilot for it, and we're planning to do the rest um, hopefully soon. Very cool. And good luck, yeah. Jackie, uh, you know. <laughs> so go ahead, Francie. Oh, Francie, you with us? Don, Tom? I'm here. Anybody? I'm always yeah. here. I don't, dis- I don't disappear like Francie does. True. 
<laughs> well, I might be disappearing soon because my phone's starting to die. So. Oh, Mary, oh Mom. Well, Jonathan, uh, before Tom disappears into that long night, uh, have you met Tom Sawyer yet, Jonathan? I, I, you know, have we met Tom? Like, did we? Uh, I think we've been on a show together before. It might have been. Yeah, we might have been. You sound familiar, so I'm, I think you might have been on the last Francine Friends show that we had. Yes, um, probably. Probably, yeah. Just passing in the night, so to speak. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, you feeling any better? Yeah, a lot better. Oh, last week was terrible. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I was so sick, I couldn't even do any writing. Oh, I couldn't even do any writing. I just sit there and try to... It was like a wasted loss two days, you know. Oh, damn. Yeah. But I'm well, pleased to announce that my last... Good. My last story for my collection of sci-fi stories called The Thing from Uranus is done, so. <laughs> Yay. Congrats. <laughs> you know. Congrats, Tom. Um, <laughs> that's great. I had to go there. I had to go there. I think this is kind of cool because uh, Tom Sawyer uh, thinks that you two could be a match made in the Jonathan Lee Moody and Tom Sawyer. I mean, he's a buddy of mine too, and maybe in the future you guys can collaborate together. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah it'd be fun. I mean, but I, I was gonna say, Jonathan, I go, you know, it's kind of when you do your, I was gonna say, you know, you you have to be happy with your your stuff, so. The rest, I, you know, my advice is just as, you know, probably as I would say a colleague in the arts would be if you're happy with it, that's the main thing. If you're happy with your stuff, that yeah. counts first and foremost. So, well, you know, I mean, I always yeah. do love to hear constructive criticism, Yeah. you know, and especially from my mm. friends. I mean, I know I know they're not doing it to be uh, mean, you know, or anything. Um, I, I just, you know, sometimes... I, you know, it's it's part of your ego anyway as an mm. artist. You always, you want everybody to like your stuff, you know, no matter if if people don't like it. There's some people who do. Like a lot of people have said they loved it. I had great reviews. I have one review that just completely bashed Scary uh, Stories Slumber Party. But then everything he was saying, I was just completely disagreeing with anyway. So I was like, well, I guess if he wanted to have made my movie, he should have made his own version or something, you know, like, or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, some, and, yeah. you know, sometimes those who can't can do and those who can't criticize, so, you know. Well, right. I mean, everybody oh, has know, the right to criticize. Yeah, but you, you know, know, you know what, though? You always got one person out of a bunch right. that's just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, Definitely. and they have nothing better to do but to say, oh, well, you know, that sucked or whatever. You know, there's just one person always in a bunch that's got to be a loudmouth and be an asshole. And unfortunately, right. there's more of them and they breed faster. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. You notice that? Yeah. Somebody that didn't. Oh, I'm oh, so hooked on Yelp, you know. What in the heck is she doing? I don't know. Francis 
she's like going in and out, in and out. Yeah, I know. Uh, but again, hey, Jonathan, I got a yes. question. All right. If you could work with anybody in the film industry, who would you want to work with? Uh, that is a good question. Thought about this question a lot, but it always differs because there's always somebody I've been wanting to work with. Um, I don't know. Um, well, one person I've met in real life that I like one day hope to work with is uh, Serena Vincent from like Cabin Fever, ah, and she's got like oh, yeah. a Disney she's show. Now. Oh my god. Yeah. So she's not just beautiful, but like in person, she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Yeah, like yeah. Just, I'm at two conventions. Um, yes. Also, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think because, uh, well, I also met uh, Shilin Simmons, Shalon Simmons from yes. uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and uh, she's really sweet. Um, and yes. she actually had talked to me about a project, but I haven't been able to get it to her agent yet and all this other stuff. And so we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, by the way, uh, talking about Serena Vincent, uh, I should mention happy birthday, Serena Vincent. Uh, oh, it's we, your birthday, your birthday. birthday. Yes. We celebrate the same birthday. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. It's like, what? We have the same birthday? Oh, no. No, I'm just joking. I, I share the same birthday as Rob Zombie. There you so, go. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, that's weird. We're both Capricorn, okay, so... But check this out. You know who shares the birthday with me? Who? I say in the share... I say I share the same birthday Edward, with Jack Edward the Glittery Lee. Vampire, yes. Uh, go, go ahead, Don. Edward from uh, the vampire movie. Oh, Twilight? Robert Twilight, Pattinson? Yeah. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. yeah, his birthday's May 13th also. Nice. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was pretty God cool. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> do, you do you sparkle in okay, the sunlight as well? Okay, I dig the glitter on the vampires. I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's, it's cool. I, I, don't, I don't glitter. <laughs> I like the new twist on a vampire. I, I mean, hey, you know, you can't keep the same old vampires all the time. You gotta gotta elaborate on it a little bit, you know. Right. Well, it opens up for other things. So I have a little vampire now. Yeah. Yeah. John. Go ahead. Um, I want uh, to yeah. know. I mean, you've done a lot. I mean, honestly, you have. I mean, you're, everything that you've touched turns to gold. Uh, I wouldn't say what? that. But. <laughs> no, nobody has. I mean, everything, I mean, you're you're like the golden child. Oh, thank you. You've got ideas, you know, you're probably going to bed at night and you're like, Oh, oh, the world's like this. No, I want to make it like this. Do you not do that? Do you, you're, you're, you're getting sleepless nights, and you're like, oh, I could do this. I could do I this. I get really excited because my mind is more messed up than, you know, like my normal whatever. 
like, if I go to bed, I, I'll have, like, this really messed up dream or something. Yeah, and I'll exactly. be like, that will make a great then, movie. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to wake up and you're going to decide that you're like, holy crap, that's what I just dreamed of. I, I mean, had this one, I hold on, hold on, I had this one recurring dream where I was uh, on the set of Friday the 13th, uh, some Friday the 13th, but it was like a Friday the 13th and, um, and you know, I'm being chased by Jason and then I fall and I'm about to get killed and then a director yells, cut. And then I wake up and I'm on the set of the movie and then all of a sudden people are getting killed off on the set of a Jason movie and I was like, man, they need to make that happen. Yeah. You know? Wow. Because you don't know, like, cool. if the person is actually Jason or is just the stunt guy in a mask, you know? So yeah. it, it could be a really fun, like, twist on it or whatever um, on on the whole thing because you're out in the middle of the woods. You're waiting to go to the next, you know, the next time, the next set. They're all on break for lunch and then, you know, you can make a whole movie that way. Unfortunately, I have no way of contacting the Friday 13th guys, and plus they, they wouldn't use my stuff because I'm a nobody, you know. So right well, now, I'm a nobody. Why you, like, create this little character that's maybe in the baseball mat? Right. I mean, I could, but I think what makes that idea and that stuff much better than just – because then if I made it with just another character doing that, it would just be another, yeah. it would be a generic Friday the 13th ripoff. But if you did it as the Friday the 13th character, then that would be, um, you, you know, that would be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's I a great idea. I thing about that, but I knew that you were that type of guy. You're like, okay, I'm trying to go to bed, and it's like, you know, you're you're sleepy and you're like, oh, that would be so awesome. Like, you know, oh, why not do this? Right. Oh, why not do something? So I think, I think with you personally, I think that maybe you should remember your dreams and I bet you could create something so amazing. Because you already have. <laughs> well, thank you. Honestly, you have. I mean, you've got so many great characters there already. Yeah, and no, thank you. you. Have a vision. I mean, you know what you want. And I think that you're somebody that can reach that goal. You just got to find that perfect character. Yeah, I mean, we're we're working on it. We've got a couple of projects in development that will kind of, you know, uh, basically be original uh, slasher movies and stuff, uh, especially Scavenger, which has been in the works for so long. Uh, but uh, Scott Tepperman will be, like, uh, this guy, uh, I think his name is Dylan Jackson in it. And it's a uh, slasher film that uh, basically is a serial killer in the woods, style thing, but we, we try to make it different, and we have this nice little twist on it. Uh, Jessica Morris from um, Role Models and a bunch of different movies uh, is set to be in it. So whenever we get the money for that, we'll... 
I I I seen the video. Um, Nick was letting me watch the video before the Super Bowl. Um, he's pretty hot. Which which video? Um, which video did you make me watch? Not make me watch. He didn't make me watch it. And oh, the little blonde curly hair guy. Where where uh, where uh, the the guy was gay and the girl was really pissed off because she was coming on. I I just saw the first part and it was just the beginning and then it turned out to be a movie within a movie and then the real characters came on and stuff. It was, oh, yeah, the Scary Story Slumber Party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was my first movie. It's an anthology film. So, yeah, yeah. it started off with the uh, with, uh, two, you know, it started off in my first film that is on there is Bashed, which is uh, basically a, a girl has a crush on a guy and falls in love, you know, or is trying to kind of profess her love to him, but he's actually gay. And so she uh, goes crazy on him. And it's a fun little fun little thing we did. In fact, it was originally called Gay Basher. was my original title for it. And um, all, all of the actors said no. Uh, they would not do a movie called Gay Basher. Um, you know, just because they don't want that on their resume. And I said, I said, all right, all right. Because it was a funny title, but then it also gave it away, you know, or whatever. Give that yeah. little twist away, like I just did. Um, but uh, then later on, uh, I was like, well, we could just call it Bashed. And I was like, that's actually not a bad title for it. So It's, it's not a bad title. You see, that's how I work, though. Like like I, I said before, it goes back to what I was saying before. My title, I, I came up with Gay Basher uh, first as the title, and I was like, you know, what could I do with that where it's not actually about a gay bashing or something, you know? And I came up with this story right. in this woods and everything like that and, you know, and this little twist on it. And I was like, that's really funny. And then I made the – then I got changed, which is fine, and it worked even better. Um, so it just, you know, to me that's how I work. I just – I think that way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and are you? I mean, I don't want to. You know, are you kind of afraid, like gay basher? I mean, considering the politically correctness at this time right now, and everybody's like, no, you don't say that word. And you know, you, there's so many words. What do you have to say about that? Because me personally, I hate politically correctness. Well, I mean, I I do hate political correctness, and I hate, uh, you know, people telling you you can't do something or you can't, you know, censorship. But, um, but you know, when when it came to that particular thing, I was happy that that got changed. But, um, you know, most of the time, if I if I like something, I'll, I'll stand up for it. But I, you know, I don't want to lose people I'm going to work with over it. So I will change things if I have to, you know. Um, but if I have like complete and total control over something and, you know, and people are getting paid to, to come out and do this, then I'll, I'll stick by it. But, yeah. And you know, everything is such a touch dip. It's like, oh, I, I, I want to, no, no. And you know, it's kind of like you want to touch it and you're like, no, I'm not going to touch that. I mean, 
everything. It's kind of like a, you know, it's, everything is like cut and dry now. It's kind of like, no, I want to say something. No, I'm, I, no, I can't say that. You know? Right. What do you think of, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot without, you know, but what do you think about, yeah. like, film industries now? It's like, kind of like the Poltergeist, the remake of the Poltergeist, and they got drones. Damn it, give me a tennis ball that flies into the lake. No, a drone? Really? What the hell is this? Well, I, didn't, I didn't watch. Like, Go ahead. Hold on, friend. Go ahead, Jonathan. Does everybody see the point that I'm making? It's like everything yes, is like right. No, give me wet. Well, I was just gonna say I didn't watch uh, Poltergeist the remake. Um, oh. I, I love the original, um, but as, as far as I know, like Poltergeist itself, the original is like PG, if I'm correct. And, right. Um, that movie so. was probably one of the most horrifying movies I'd ever seen as a kid. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, people are, like, so afraid of, like, PG-13 horror, and I don't want to yeah. watch a movie that's PG-13. And I'm like, you can make some really uh, – James Wan proves you can make a fucking good – you know, excuse my language, but you can make a really good uh, – what is it? Um, it all the time. Okay. You can make a really good movie, um, PG-13, like Insidious. I believe the first Insidious was PG-13, if I'm correct. Uh, I think and so. you can, yeah, and you can make good PG-13 horror. You just gotta, uh, or PG, well, actually PG, it's very hard to make a PG movie these days, anyway. Right, yeah. it is. Well, because they changed the rating system and all that shit. But the thing is, you know, the idea of a good horror movie is the suspense behind it. Right. You know, and, and that, that you don't know what's going to happen next thing. That's right. what does it. You know, that's what scares you because you don't know what's coming around the corner. You exactly. know, I mean, trust me, I have scared the shit out of a lot of my friends watching horror movies just because they were so easy to scare. But, right. Uh, you know, all you have to do is wait for the right moment. It, and it could be the music, or the all of a sudden it got quiet, and it's so easy to scare the shit out of people. I do that all the time. Yeah, and and you know what, uh, Debbie Penn, who I worked with on three different projects, um, she had told me at one point. She said, "You you would be a great PG thirteen horror guy, Jonathan." And I was like, "Well, thank you. I appreciate that." Like some people. Would, find that as an insult and be like, right, screw you, you know, right? And because they want to be all hardcore and stuff. But I'm like, that would actually be pretty fun. I mean, I don't mind doing, uh, The Invited is very PG-13. And yes, that, it is. And I like, I love that. And, and Jackie loves that because it's something that teenagers or kids can watch, you know, and enjoy. And the parents can watch. And there's no cursing and there's no... Uh, which very is true. strange, very freaking strange for me. I curse like a motherfucker on my, you know, uh, in my movies. But that movie has no cursing, has no uh, very, you know, no real violence. So 
so to speak, no. and and stuff, and and everything is in fact. I mean, it is kind of scary and it's kind of spooky, um, but it's not. You know, it, it's it's just a fun little movie, and to me, and uh, we're we're excited. We hope to shoot more uh, in like April or May if we can get some funding for it uh, to finish right. the rest. Yeah. I mean, my 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 favorite thing will be to work with Robin Sidney from uh, Ginger nice. Dead Man and, and all this oh, other stuff. Oh, that's a there good resume. You what? See, that's, that's really cool. I don't know good. who you're talking about. You know Robin? Yeah, yeah she's a sweetheart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I was going to say something, too. It's like, it's been a while since I've seen Sun Invited, and you guys can all watch it over off of YouTube, I believe. Yep. And, you know, go give it a shot, you know. I, I agree with you. It's one of those short little films that anybody can watch, and I agree. There's no, you know, swearing. There's, you know, it's a nice little ghost story that you want people to, you know, continue it to see what's going to happen next mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that. And, so and I have to give I have to give a run credit. Um, I was like, okay. Um, I didn't know that tonight was Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm sorry, uh, do you want to schedule for Monday night? He was like, no. And I love your, I mean, I know we've got, we've got listeners. They're tuning in, and I know yeah. they're there. And even Which if they're I, not, your your archives, I'm sure, go off the hook. Yeah. It, the numbers are there right now. And I don't oh, know if you. you're... You're like... <laughs> okay, Francie, you still there? Gone. I'm Gone. still here. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's Francie's phone, I think. For good sakes, woman... No, um, no, but again, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, I came out of like, uh, like Tom Sawyer saved me today. Tom Sawyer, get that? Oh, no, uh, sorry, Tom. Uh, but yeah, again, you know, I look forward to seeing what you and Jackie come up with in the yeah, second I mean, part we've of got, the. Yeah, the second part will hopefully be with uh, Morgan Tyler, who's my uh, co-host for. A radio show. She'll be in the second episode, and uh, Roberto Lombardi is set for for that one, and uh, uh, Michael Emery will be in it too. And all of them are just wonderful actors. And I mean, I I can't like be more excited, you know, to to work with people who I just I just admire as artists. Um, I you know uh, you've you've talked to Morgan. You know how much she's. She's just yes, really into acting, you know, and yes. everything. So uh, yes. she's going to do a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I have full faith in her because she you know, sounds like she's like, hi there. I am totally a robot. No, I'm just joking, Morgan. Don't kill me. <laughs> she's probably going to come back as a Terminator and terminate me. Nah, she's hey, what's your thing? Die. 
Ah, no. Uh, But, no, that's great, though. And good luck, Morgan. I look forward to seeing that when it comes out. Um, You know, and and it it boggles the mind, you know, with all these projects that you got. Yes. Yeah, Joe, do you have any more questions about uh, the films I've done or... um, Oh, okay, here we go. We'll go we'll go back to Slumber Party Massacre part eight. <laughs> um if there is an eight. I'm just joking people. Uh so how long ago did you There's film that? Always get you I, eight. I filmed uh I I filmed that uh let's see, we started shooting uh the first short that we did for it was uh Valentine's Prey and that was shot in February. Of uh, 2010, I want to say. Hello? Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, so 2010, and then we uh, started, then we finished shooting in, like, uh, I think it was January or February of 2012, like, right before we were supposed to get all of it edited and finished up and, and everything. And then we pretty much... Uh, released it, um, I think it was April or so of, uh, when was that? Blood, in, Blood on the Beach was when we released it. Because um, we, we got a table at Blood on the Beach and we all, like, were out there promoting it and stuff. Um, and so the finished product of it. So, yeah, I, it took about two years pretty much to finish um, from the start to the finish. And uh, I it was great. It was it was a great experience. That's very cool, Jonathan. Yeah, I got I got a question for you, Jonathan. Okay, now, well, Joe asked you who would you like to work with. Okay, now here's here's a better one. Okay, if there was somebody you would love to work with, that 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 is not no longer with us, who would be the one person you'd like to work with? That you know, out of all of them that are no longer with us. Um, well, I would like to bring back my friend Shelby, who just unfortunately passed away recently, um, and work with her again. Um, I, that sounds really weird, but, um, I, you know, no. uh, this last, this last year, uh, la- last year around, uh, right after Halloween, uh, coming back from a Halloween party, she unfortunately died in a car accident. And, um, mm-hmm. it was probably one of the hardest, like, blows of my life to hear I mean, to see it on Facebook that, you know, like people that you knew saying yeah, all, uh, exactly. saying that she died and everything and she, they can't believe it and going to her funeral and, and everything was just one of the hardest things in my life. So I uh, I would love to bring her back and uh, and give her something where she can star and shine and, and everything like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's what I would do. And I think her parents would be happy to see her again, so. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what I would do. I I wouldn't want to work with somebody who, you know, some celebrity or something because, like, honestly, you know, I could work with any of the living celebrities that I could if I if I had a chance. You know. Yeah. And um, you know, I'd rather have somebody who I uh, who I actually loved and uh, and wish that she was uh, still here with us. And she is. She's with us in spirit. Literally. That's cool. Yeah. So, and if you watch the invited, uh, she is the ghost girl in it, 
she's a ghost mother in it. She plays this uh, ghost that appears with, like, two other kids. And uh, to me, it was, it's really weird to watch that because it's like, okay, she's unfortunately passed on and, you know, and she actually left two kids, uh, one boy and one girl. So it's really weird to look at that because I'm like, in a way, I'm like, did I just freaking foreshadow her death? You know, sadly, scarily. So every time I see that, that's all I can think of her is uh, how much I miss her and how much I, I, you know, weird how that is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that's my answer. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Really good one. Yeah. Yeah. I love your answer because, you know, my stepfather, um, Tony, I love you. He's my biological father, and I got to say that. Uh, Tony, I love you. But I know exactly what you're saying because, you know, you got this other father that's, like, gripping a hold of you. Wow, that was actually pretty cool what you said because you've got this father and everything. Yeah. 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 Huh? Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Okay, are you talking? No. Okay. Yeah, but you got like, this stepfather, and he's like embracing your life, and everything about his life is coming to you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, were you talking to Joe about that? Hello. She disappeared again. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um. She has a milk. Hey, Joe, are you, are you still there? Okay, yeah. are we the only... Holy crap, here we go again. Oh, oh, yeah, no. oh okay. there he is. <laughs> yeah. We thought last we lost you, was... Joe. <laughs> last time oh, it yeah, was... I'm just here. You can I ask Joe, last to... time something like that happened, it was me and Joe, and we kind of almost finished the whole show. <laughs> That's right. Wow, is her phone phone just not working real well or something? I guess. I don't know. It's like, it's really odd because it's like sometimes, as we always call Francie joking around, we always call her mute. Francie the mute weatherman because she'll (laughs) accidentally mute herself. And it's like, uh, Francie, Francie. And then all of a sudden she'll come back. And realize, oh, I put myself on mute. And it's we, like, you know. It, it should be called, and, like, Fran, uh, it should be, like, instead of Francie and Friends, it should be a Francie of the dead. You know, she just rises. Oh, we're dead. <laughs> we're the dead people. You know. Uh, but, no, again, well, you know, it, go ahead, Don. You, you, you can ask Joe. The, the ongoing joke with Francie is because, We'll do the ho- like when we do the Halloween shows and stuff like that, or we'll get into these weird subjects, and, she- and she'll say, you know, 
you really have a dark side, and apparently I really do have a dark side because everybody tells me that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think everybody has a dark side. Um, it's just some people don't embrace it as much as uh, as others. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. I just got a message from uh, Jackie, by the way. Uh, I told okay. her this idea that I had for a comedy thing, and uh, uh, she's been really, really, really wanting to break out into comedy. And stuff. Hey, and yes. I've been wanting to eventually do comedy as well, you know, as far um, yeah. because that's how it started out. So I wanted I wanted to be the next Kevin Smith originally, and then uh, as time time went on, um, it just didn't work out that way um, originally. In fact, I'm doing the exact opposite of Kevin Smith. I'm starting in horror and then going into comedy and comedy and uh, freaking Kevin Smith is starting in comedy and going into horror. Uh, territory, so it's it's great, uh, you know. And I met him once. He's a really nice guy. Oh, I, I like yeah. the dark side. The dark side's a hell of a lot more fun. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I like the. I like like I said, you know, I I there's nothing more fun than terrorizing your friends while watching a horror movie. Yeah. Hold on. I think Francie's back. She, uh, you know, it sounds like she's never, fading in and out. Yeah, she is. Francis. <laughs> and I think that might be Nick in the background, hey. but, you know. Oh, but, man. Again, but, you know, you got to love this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have any more questions? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, where can people catch... Your uh, films, uh, your website. Well, we've got, um, you know, we've got a YouTube channel for Sick Flick Productions. Um, then The Invited yeah. is on its own channel as well. Um, yeah. uh, it's on uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Vimeo as well. Um, and uh, also, I've done some acting for other people, especially like John Johnson, uh, yeah. who is uh, the filmmaker who did like the Play Nine remake. And, yes, um, indeed. Where I have a nice little cameo as a as a grave zombie, as I am credited on IMDb, but not apparently credited on the actual uh, movie. You know. Wow. Uh, I I got to see that movie uh, three times mm-hmm. so far, and I love it. It is Very one of. Cool. Yeah, it, it rivals. Well, it's actually better than the the original. You know, because the original is one of the worst movies of all time. But uh, so it's a it's definitely a better movie. Um, but it's more fun. They take jabs at the original, and, and it's a lot. It's a it's a good movie, you know. Yeah. And that should actually be coming out on DVD in about uh, three months from this month. So I think probably around sure. um, you know May or June, hopefully Very on DVD. Cool. Yep. Very so you cool. Get, and then uh, I've got there's Bite School uh, that's out and available on uh, DVD as well as it's uh, available on Vimeo uh, on demand. So I acted in that. Uh, I have a little cameo uh, that we filmed at uh, Here's the Care Weekend uh, 2000, a couple couple of years ago. We shot this like scene in a hotel room uh, with my friend uh, Roberta Lombardi who plays Dracula in Dracula's War. Um, and uh, Stro, who's my uh, wrestling buddy, who's always 
comes and hangs out with me. And um uh and uh Ophelia Rain um is in it too and she's a uh adult film star slash uh you know. <laughs> okay. Are, are they are they having a little Sorry about that. Who are they talking to? <laughs> yes, there we go. Uh, yes, uh, sorry. I was getting some cake. Oh, uh, nice. Well, oh. You know, that's why I was like trying to keep uh, the noise down, but I figured I'd let you guys listen in. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh. You know. My, well, the funny part is with this is my next-door neighbor and I, uh, we share the same birthday, but by oh. a few different years. So we cool. celebrated our birthday together and stuff like that, and it was like, huh? Okay, cake? Okay, cool. Uh, I was like, just going to say, Don, uh, just ask Jonathan a question while I duck out for a minute, son. <laughs> Yeah, see how he is? He's sitting there chowing down on cake, and we get nothing. I know. Seriously, if you want want a cake, cake, I'll give you a cake. That's, like, messed up, huh? Well, hey, I'll give you a cake, (laughs) and you'll like it, too. That's not a dirty joke. I know. That's That's not a a dirty joke. joke. That's a bad joke. Yeah, Joe. The dark side of Joe came out. You want Uh, want some uh, cake? I'll give you some cake. That's right. (laughs) Oh, I mean, no, seriously, you know. Well, hey, you know, it's where it you know, if everybody said, didn't I, live I, on the other side of the damn states, you know, I might true. have a little more fun at times. That's true. Uh, where do you live, Jonathan? I'm in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where Jonathan. everybody's at. Yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah. California. Eliza Jane's out there. Freaking, all my, a lot of my friends are out in Pennsylvania. Mary, my friend Mary's out there. Are you saying out? Mary Shore? Uh, where is she? I think they're. Where are they from? You can say it on their thing. Um. <laughs> well, hey, you know. So my friend, by the way, I have to. I have to. My friend just finished Scary Story Slumber Party and. Despite the fact that he started off kind of saying all these negative things, at the end uh-huh. he said he liked it. So I'm, you know, there you uh, go. You know, of course he didn't like some of the things that he was watching or whatever, and you know all this stuff. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm I think in, they're I'm from in, like um, Pittsburgh area. No, yeah, um, see, I'm in Mead. I'm in Meadville, so that's like Pittsburgh to be about like three or four hours. Well, I know that's where Mary is from because, or the Pittsburgh area, because I went to a horror convention out there called, um, uh, God, what is it called? Um, well, I went to Gettysburg one before, but this other one I uh-huh. went to is Pittsburgh one that was like the, it was a first time convention and I wasn't even a guest. I was just there to come visit and I got to meet some awesome people and I also got to meet some people that scared the shit out of yeah. me. Um, by the way, I, I, I like to scare the shit out of people. My friends well, don't like it so much, do. but I think it's pretty damn funny. 
I will just yeah. say that Fred the Hammer Williamson does not like you calling him Fred Williamson. He makes you call him the Hammer. You know, I, I was interviewing him for Independent Corner TV uh, a long time ago when I was tra- trying to start that out. And uh, I said, this is Fred Williamson. And he goes, the Hammer. And I was like, this is Fred the Hammer Williamson. And like, yeah, I was just right. like, oh my God. And that whole thing got really awkward. He did not like any of my questions. Uh, I don't think he'll ever see the light of day. Um, and no, after that, I was like scared to ever like meet him again. You know, <laughs> like. See, I'm like uh, five foot nothing. I don't care. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Anyway. Hey, he's probably he's probably a nice guy. Like, and maybe I just caught him on a bad day, and that's probably the case. I, I think it part is. of it is when you're this short, you just have to naturally be mean. Yeah. And, of course, I'm originally from New Jersey, yeah. so girls in New Jersey are always a lot meaner anyway. Yeah. That's how it is. Um, yeah. yeah. We appreciate it. You know, I mean, hey. Yeah. Nobody else oh, might yeah. not like it, but we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have we have a, a thing that's not far from here. It's in Erie, PA, and it's called Erie Fest. And you should right. look it up and check uh, check that out because it's really cool. They have a lot of stuff going on, and it's pretty cool. Well, my next convention that I'm planning to go to is uh, all the way out in Texas. Uh, it's going to be my oh, nice. uh, third time going to Texas Frightmare Weekend. Um, love that. Oh, convention. I love Texas. Oh my Very goodness, cool, Dallas yeah. too. So, yeah, I'm, Texas I'm excited. is awesome. That's where yeah. my youngest one was born. He was born in Texas, so he may live here, but he will always tell you that he's from Texas. That's it. He's a Texan. All right. There is yeah. no his hands or butts. He's from Texas. I will. I will tell yeah. uh, Joe that Joe should get his butt out to Texas Primary because yeah. there's a ton of awesome guests that are going to be there. Like Danielle Harris will be there and. Robert England and um Oh, I like Robert. Oh my god. Yeah, you, you, all right. So the first time I ever met him, I uh-huh. uh was going my friend got me to go all the way up to um well, all the way up, but we went up to uh Monster Mania in Maryland and uh right. he wanted to get, you know, Robert England's picture and he brought his like uh he brought his own glove, you know, for Robert to wear. And uh, yeah. so I went to take the picture. So I'm the guy to take the picture, and I'm waiting in the line. Huge freaking line. It was just ridiculously big. Oh, and we waited, God. and, you know, we walked up there, and I'm uh, trying to figure out how to do his phone. And I'm, like, like camera illiterate, you know, when it comes <laughs> to things. So yeah. I should have probably just gave it to the manager to figure out. But I was like, I want to do it. So I was doing the picture and trying to figure it out, and, and you know, there's uh you know a Robert with the glove on his hand putting his arm you know hands around uh you know uh, around my friend's neck and uh, he's waiting and he's waiting and then he goes just a picture pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, swear yeah. to God I just oh my God he did it he said exactly like uh, Freddy Krueger and my I I I, I probably just came a little or whatever when he did that. I just that was like the best thing ever, you know, that ever happened. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I awesome. but he does this probably does it a lot, you know? 
So a lot of people have the same story, but man, that was just so awesome. And I mean, it didn't make me want to. Yeah. It didn't make me go quicker on trying to figure it out. It just made me go, "Oh my god!" He just, Freddy Krueger just called me bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been yeah. cool. And then that I would have been worthy Texas, of not just a picture but a video, you know? And then, yeah. then I found that Texas Frightmare uh, the next year, and I um, I wanted to go up to and talk to him, right? Yeah. But, like, people would swarm him when he's trying to, like, get checked into the hotel. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave him alone, you know? Like, yeah. He's, you know, he's already got enough people kind of harassing him or whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, he's just trying to freaking get checked into the hotel, and you know, people yeah, are coming up asking for pictures. There is definitely a time and place for it. Yeah, so I, you know, I mean, the time and place is when you go up there to get your picture taken with them or whatever, you know, yeah. or get his autograph. So I mean, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and of course, yeah. you know. Uh, talk about fun conventions and all that, which there are tons of them. Gotta love them. They're all over the place. Uh, just sort of like the one convention that I've been going to of late for the last few good years and doing interviews is a convention called Monster Palooza. I've heard of out, that. Which was in Burbank, but they've now moved to the Pasadena Convention Center. And mm-hmm. if you like makeup and effects and all that, this is the convention for you. You know, I definitely that's, want to check uh, it Joe, out. Joe, that's the one we were talking about, right? Where um, right. Cheney's family was going to be there. Yes. So, okay, don't forget. This, you promised you were going to try and get me an autograph. <laughs> I'll get you another gift. I, I will do something oh, with them. Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, because uh, yes. that's. That's for my son. My son is a oh, large yeah. Cheney fan. Um, he, yeah. His favorite his favorite movie of all time, like I was telling Joe, is, you know, is uh, The Wolfman. That's like his ultimate yeah. favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the original or the remake? Uh, yeah. The original. Oh, With nice. Lawn. Yeah, yeah, and you know. he's... You know, he's he's 18 years old, but he loves all the old classic movies. You oh, know? good. You know, yeah, that's what I raised him up with, you know, because that's where it all started, you know. Yeah. Um, no, that's, he also, that's a great he also way has, um, we also got him, um, you know, the movie Nosferatu. Nice. You know, because that, that's the original Dracula, you know. All right. Uh, okay, Jonathan, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, uh, I, I wanted to mention this, and, and I'm not going to point any names or or call anybody out or anything like that. But there were there was a time a few years ago or a couple of years ago or something that people were, um, that, that certain people were trying to kick people out of the conventions that they were oh. part of. And oh, I think yeah. you know who I'm talking about or what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. And um, I just, I kind of like, you know, to me, if I don't have a uh, professional relationship with somebody, meaning I'm not, I don't like that person professionally or something. Right. I don't, um, I I wouldn't care if they're still at the same convention that I'm at. But then, yeah. right. but some people trying to still, like, would, would probably try to kick me out. 
you know, of right. that convention. And I think that's that's wrong to do unless unless I'm like a danger to somebody. Um, right. If I, I know like, let's say hypothetically, I'll use yeah. me as an example. Let's say I didn't like you for whatever reason, and me right. and you are going to be guests at the same convention, and I'm mm-hmm. posting all over the place going, I'm going to kick your, you know, ass or something physical, you know, uh-huh. then, you know, which would never be the case, but right. yeah, I, I agree with you. No, I, um, I I knew this one girl, this one actress, who um who told me at another convention that she brought her boyfriend as a bodyguard, basically, and he was a big dude. And I said, why do you need a bodyguard right now? And she said, well, because there was a certain uh, filmmaker who, or no, or whatever who actually like is crazy and has said they were going to come to that convention and you know, like, come after her, basically. And she just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure they didn't and everything was fine. But the point was, like, oh, if that if that were the case, yes. I can understand you telling people I, I can't have that person there because it, I, I might be in immediate harm, you know. Right. And that person yeah. was kind of not banned uh, necessarily, but not allowed to be a guest. And, and since they weren't allowed to be a guest, they didn't want to come anyway, I don't think. So uh, right. it's just you got to be very careful. There are crazy people in the industry. However, there are crazy people that think they're normal as well. Right. So, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it goes. It, of course, you know, I, I agree. I, you know, I, I don't see, you know, as long as there is no physical danger to anybody, uh-huh. yeah, anyone should be able to go or be a guest at a convention. Regardless, you know. Yeah, and they shouldn't twice. have to be afraid that somebody's going to start trouble. Right. And the thing is, it's like, for example, you know, like let's say, again, me, you know, like say, hey, if I don't, uh, if I can't stand so-and-so, uh, can you please situate me, you know, like somewhere further away from so-and-so so that we don't have to see one another? You know, yeah. And is this, so, uh, is this show about to cut off in like a minute or so, or does it I, go a little longer than that? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.